We're back here on the big show, KTGR, KTGR.com, and the KTGR app with Andy and Brendan. And uh, all kinds of injuries to talk about in the NFL as the playoffs get started this weekend. Could be impacting several teams out there. And here to talk with us about it, the injury expert, Will Carroll. You can find him on Twitter at Injury Expert and subscribe now to his newsletter, underthenife.substack.com. You can find some great baseball info there. And fanbuzz.com is where you can read his stuff on football injuries and uh, with this Chiefs Dolphins game uh, several injury concerns on both sides to maybe uh, look at will the Chiefs arrested a lot of their guys last week and certainly useful to have a meaningless game against the Chargers so that you didn't have to play too many guys that you'll have to rely upon but they did play Wanya Morris in the game and he left with uh, an apparent concussion so he's in protocol this week and they were already missing a left, their starting left tackle and Donovan Smith, who's been dealing with a neck injury last few weeks. What do you think about the the offensive line situation for the Chiefs as they go up against the Dolphins here? Yeah, you certainly don't want to be down two guys, and they, they certainly don't want to be down Smith. That neck injury has kept him out, and I think has been one of the limiting factors for Mahomes. You know, that, that blind side might not mean as much for a just such a mobile quarterback uh, as Mahomes and, and just so athletic. Yeah, watching him the last couple weeks, he's had to do more of that uh, because Smith hasn't been there. And, and I think it's so valuable. If you go back you know, two years ago when I got a chance to watch him training, he trains for those specific kinds of moves. They look so natural because they're so practiced. Uh, I have a whole chapter on that in the science of football, if anybody wants to pick that up. But uh, obviously, you don't want him having to do that as often as he's had. Uh, you know, they've got to get Rasheed Rice healthy. They hope they get Kadarius Tony healthy. Uh, yeah, there's questions about what's going on with Travis Kelsey. I don't think it's a curse, but I do have a question with him sitting out. You know, the, there are a lot of rumors and buzz and certainly reasons that he might step away. Uh, but if he and his brother walk away at the end of this season together, uh, that would be that would be really bad for the Chiefs. You just simply can't replace it, let alone, uh, you know, Rice has kind of stepped up this year and shown he can be a guy, but is he a number one? Uh, I think the Chiefs are uh, potentially facing a really interesting offseason. Very well could be. Uh, definitely need some pass catchers. Uh, have to be in that market some way, somehow. And uh, we'll see what they can do against this uh, Dolphins defense this weekend. Will, that's man, has been hit hard with injuries the last few weeks. Of course, Bradley Chubb went down uh, with the ACL. Uh, Davian Howard's been uh, on and off injured uh, all season long, pretty much. I know they signed Justin Houston, all of a sudden, former Chief, uh, to, to help out with depth this week on the edge rusher side. But, man, there's just a, they're just trying to piece it together with guys having to play a little bit out of position uh, on defense, and it kind of showcased in that Bills game last weekend. Yeah, exactly. And, and the thing you have to remember going into the playoffs is we always say like you know twelve and four, twelve and five now, or, or you know you get a team that's ten and seven. The shape of the season and who you have, you know, some teams are late bloomers. They, it takes them a while to figure it out. The, the offense has to gel. The defense has to come together. Uh, sometimes you get injuries like this, and the, the the Dolphins are just a mess right now. And Chubb is out. Xavier Howard looks like he's going to be out. Jerome Baker is out. Uh, you know, they haven't had Waddle and Mostert, and those were likely uh, just, uh, you know, nothing to really play for, except they had something to play for. Uh, so it's one of those, 
you know, we know we're going to the playoffs. How much can we actually get out of it? Uh, it was a competitive game, but how much do those guys make a difference? The difference between being a two seed and a five seed is really big. So uh, the fact that they were out, I don't think it's entirely that they they just had to rest them for the playoffs. Uh, the Dolphins are in a bad place with injuries right now. Uh, they haven't had a lot of injuries this season. They've mostly been healthy, uh, you know, but the ones they've had have been at the wrong times and at the wrong positions. And, Will, on the other side of the bracket, for the Lions, they had a game where, yeah, they were playing for their seeding as well. Ended up working out in their favor, but they lose Sam Laporta in the process. He's pretty important to that offense. What do you make of his injury and how quickly he might be able to rejoin the team? Yeah, it's it's a little better than they had uh, thought. Uh, you know, he hyperextended the knee, and they're saying it's a bone bruise. Usually when you say that, there's some meniscus involvement just because it almost has to given the placement, but the ligaments are more or less intact. There might be a sprain there to one or more of those, but it's low grade. Uh, So they're hopeful that he's going to play it. Certainly Dan Campbell, it's going to be interesting because, you know, Campbell was uh, a tight end himself, uh, both at at A&M and at the Lions and other places in the NFL. Uh, And he was always a bit bonkers. He's still quite a bit bonkers. And you know that kind of intensity, I'll say, uh, can trickle down. And usually it's good, but sometimes it's bad, especially for guys they feel like they understand. Laporta has been an absolute breakout, and Campbell and the rest of the staff has been a part of that. But I'm curious to see whether he puts more pressure on him. He's a guy who's, you know, very us against the world. We have to do everything. Uh, you know, that we all remember the, those ankle biter statements that he made. Uh, and he is that kind of old school coach. And that can sometimes work against a guy who has physical limitations that maybe shouldn't play, that he tries to push through it and ends up either hurting himself more or playing when really the second team guy is better than him. I think the Lions have done a great job. They did a great job drafting Laporta. They traded away Hawkinson and got some pieces and parts that have helped them really step up. And so I think they're going to have what what amounts to a really, really interesting game uh, and a trade that got both teams there, really. Will Carroll, the injury expert, with us on the big show, KTGR and KTGR.com. Yeah, definitely looking at that one as one of the interesting games in the NFC. And also Eagles and Buccaneers. Of course, the Eagles... uh, about a month ago, you, you didn't have too much worry about them. They were one of the better teams in the NFL, but certainly not uh, viewed that way now. And uh, they're going to take on uh, the Buccaneers on the road, uh, who, who won the NFC South, the worst division in the NFL. But uh, even this Eagles team that has a whole lot more talent, there's no guarantee that they'll go and win that game, especially if Jalen Hurts is not 100%. And it sure seems with the finger injury he's dealing with, there might be a question there, Will. What do you kind of read in that situation? Yeah, he has a soft tissue injury. Uh, you know, it looked like a dislocation uh, at first, and those are painful, but usually not long-term. Uh, this is a soft tissue injury, so it might actually be a longer-term problem. Uh, what they've got to do is figure out a way to stabilize that finger without compromising his grip. Uh, he's such a running quarterback that you almost have to think like him as a running back. You have to have that grip. Uh, that's why Jonathan Taylor was out for several weeks after his thumb injury. You see a lot of guys with finger and thumb injuries just can't come back quickly because you can't hold the ball. Those guys are punching, they're ripping, they're pulling your fingers back. It is it is ugly and nasty when you get down in those piles. 
So with Hertz, if he doesn't have his full grip, first, to affect that. Second, uh, you know, it's going to affect how he handles the ball, and that's always uh, a big concern. Yeah, for sure, and we'll be watching that very closely uh, during their playoff game on Monday night. Steelers clinched their spot into the playoffs uh, at the very last minute, Will, but it did come at a price as T.J. Watt, their outstanding defender, uh, had a sprained MCL in the game, and uh, I believe he's being ruled out uh, right away this week. But just a, a huge yeah. blow to a team like the Steelers who who snuck their way in, wanted to try and uh, give their fighting chance in, in their next game, and it looks like they're... Their best defender won't be out there. Yeah, exactly. He's got he's got an MCL sprain. It's not uh, completely ruptured, uh, but it's one of those situations where he's he's just simply not going to be able to play. And he's probably out through the course of the playoffs, however long that is, uh, for the Steelers. And without him, it might be very very short. Uh, it was just unfortunate he slipped. Uh, you know, you, you take a look at that turf, how wet it was. Uh, the fact that it is. Uh, a grass stadium, so uh, you can't blame the turf on that one. But uh, an unfortunate step, it slipped, uh, it rolled over on him, and, and the MCL is the uh, one that keeps it from bending inward and, and uh, pretty significant damage there. So there's no way Watt's going to play this week, uh, even the next couple weeks. If he told me he couldn't play until the Super Bowl, I would believe it, uh, but I wouldn't believe that the Steelers would be there without him. Yeah, I can't imagine the Steelers will probably be there anyway, but that is a, a probably a tough blow for Pittsburgh. Will, I wanted to ask you about some baseball thoughts here because the Cardinals made news this week by officially announcing Heim Bloom as an advisor, something that we maybe thought could be in the offing. But what do you make of this move for a Cardinals team that has struggled with developing pitchers and bringing in a guy who's had a lot of success with that? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious to see how this is going to go. You know, there are a lot of special assistants and special advisors in baseball, and sometimes it's just a ceremonial position. You know, it's an ex-player or something. Uh, but, you know, down in Houston, Jeff Bagwell has that title, and he's virtually running the franchise at this stage. So, yeah, Haim's not going to do nothing. Um, he's going to come in and have a unique viewpoint. He's had a lot of success uh, when he was in Tampa. He, he was uh, in scouting down there, so I think he'll have uh, some some insight into that. Uh, obviously, his years in Boston weren't as successful as everybody hoped, uh, but in front of we see that Boston just isn't going to spend money, I think people are, are reassessing what he was able to do there. Uh, and, and a lot of guys come out of those experiences better off. So I think a lot of people have said this feels like, you know, they're setting up for a succession. Uh, you know, Heim's young. Uh, God, I remember him in college. So uh, now I feel really, really old. Um, but Mo and Mike aren't that old. You know, Mo's in his early 50s. Uh, Mike's lower than that. So I don't think this is a pure succession thing. It just feels like it because, because Mosellock's been there forever. So uh, I think he'll have some unique insights. I think he can certainly add to that staff or any staff. Uh, so it, it's good for the Cardinals, a team that's really in transition. Yeah, certainly need to uh, get get the pitching restaffed. They've done their work in the offseason to try and make that happen, and yeah. we'll see what it looks like uh, going forward uh, with, with Heim Bloom joining the fold. Uh, what's new at Under the Knife and Fan Buzz these days, Will? 
Well, I don't have a knife. Uh, obviously, we've uh, had a lot of pitching uh, to deal with. And I had a really unique chance to take a look at both the mechanics and the physicality of Yashinobu Yamamoto, who needs uh, a nickname really, really bad, because uh, that's a mouthful. So uh, just one of the more unique deliveries, one of the more unique physicalities. Uh, and certainly the Dodgers paid a ton of money for him. And not a lot of American people have seen him pitch. Uh, so uh, take a look at that. It's free uh, at underthenife.substack.com. It shows you why he's been so successful and why I think he's an instant ace. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to watch come uh, this season. Looking forward to that. So go check it out, underthenife.substack.com, for Will Carroll's insights on Major League Baseball and also fanbuzz.com to read info on football injuries as the NFL playoffs get started this weekend. Will, thanks so much for coming on the big show. KTGR, as always, hope all is well. We'll talk again soon. Thanks, my boys.